So exosomes are carriers, the messenger carriers. There's much evidence that if the word ignite is the correct word, but maybe ignite or jumpstart uh, resonance stem cells that you have in your body and almost particle by even the oldest person may have young stem cells hidden somewhere. And how do these exosomes do that? Welcome to the Regenerative Warrior Podcast, Doctor's Edition. One of the fastest growing regenerative medicine and anti-aging podcasts in the world. Each and every Tuesday and Thursday, I talk to the top experts to show doctors how to market, manage, and magnify their practice to help more people and make more money. Each episode is short and to the point without wasting your time with pointless conversation. Learn the skills to be successful without traveling to seminars or paying for expensive consulting fees. Are you ready? Because I am. I'm Dr. Ross Carter, and it's time to start the Regenerative Warrior Podcast now. Two things before we get started. The views expressed by our guests are not necessarily those of Dr. Carter or this podcast. One of our podcast partners has just announced special pricing for our listeners. Wharton's Jelly Allograph for $475 per cc. You heard that right, only $475. White papers are available. This is for a limited time, so act now. Why pay double or triple the price from other providers? To learn more or to order, text your name and the word JELLY, J-E-L-L-Y, to 561-962-1231. Write that down. It's 561-962-1231. On with the show. My name is Vince Lagoria. Right now, we are technically the second oldest medical website in the world accredited by an association. Almost every member probably gets our regular newsletter. And then, of course, you know, I would say the doctor subscribers, because it's probably 75% consumer now and probably 25% medical professional, we'll call it. And what are the, the consumers looking at? What kind of information are they getting? Alternative health, science, advanced preventative medicine. And we publish about 30, sometimes more, articles a week in English. And we're doing anywhere 15 to 30 articles in Spanish, you know, all rewritten or handwritten or original. That's gone very well. And in English, we do uh, 30 to 40. We have full-time writers. And then uh, we have guest writers. We have doctors that write. Like we have a doctor who's a speaker here that's doing a 10-part Healthy Heart series. We do license some material from Health Day, so we license some of that. And then we've got something very unique, which also becomes a super marketing tool for uh, medical professionals, too, where we have a health review right on the website, and people can log in or we can send them guest reviews. We prefer to log in, and we cover uh, these little-known publications with almost no notoriety, like Harvard University and Johns Hopkins. I'm just kidding. Obviously, everybody yeah. knows probably number two and number one and one and two. I mean, they argue about that in the United States, at least. We're really interested in like biotech and advances, especially stem cells. I mean, stem cells are hot. Exosomes are byproducts of stem cells are hot. Anything regeneration that's biotech, we're very interested in. Right. I mean, it's like you go to these medical shows and the funnest stuff is the crazy stuff, right? And some of it works, right? So you got to have an open mind when you come to these things. So that's a unique tool because what happens is, is the article comes is what they call an RSS feed, and yes. most people may, or a lot of people would be familiar with that. But we do import the entire article, which most feeds don't. Uh, what happens is the doctor or medical professional or a subject expert goes and does a review and they read the article and there's a little section that there's two clicks. You click review articles. They pick what they want to review and they write in, um, you know, anywhere from three to six sentences. It works better. They can do more, but that's what really works. And, you know, they point out that this Harvard research study has great promise, but I think they need to look more into this particular gene or that particular protein or 
you know, why not talk more about VEGF or something to that extent? And then what happens is that article usually appears, usually, I mean, virtually always on the front page of Google where the original article appears. And sometimes and many times, and actually probably more than half the cases, the link will actually appear above the Johns Hopkins original article. We can have up to three comments per article. Usually we only have one. Sure. And then we're getting more selective about the doctors that we do allow to do it because you, we have some basic rules. One, you know, we don't want vicious attacks and we don't want them to attack the main universities or the publications because they're releasing data and it could be research. It's not always, you know, Harvard doesn't say that this study is great. They just did it or, or right. so. And then we can have, you know, attacking ethnic classes or any of that kind of stuff. And, you know, I'm not saying that we get a lot of that, but we had had some stupid comments that could be misconstrued. So we have to, we did have a 48 hour block before we reviewed them. Now we review every single one that nothing goes automatic until somebody looks at it. Right. And so sometimes we're a little behind because we may get 40 or 50 of those a day. But we're always appearing on that first page, and it's great PR for the doctor. And we like the participation because we think the more the doctors participate and they get involved, the more the health system is going to change. Where do you see this going? Where do you see I think that's going to go crazy nuts. I think what we need in America is more doctors looking what's happening and giving their two cents. What's exciting right now for you in this industry? Stem cell evolution, exosomes. What do you mean stem cell evolution? What does that mean? Well, we're really, you know, 30, 40 years into stem cells. I mean, it's a couple of years ago, I would have thought autologous stem cells and culturing your own autologous stem cells and, and reintroducing them into your body because there's no chance of rejection is the absolute best way. And then, you know, I didn't think that maybe if you're 52 years old, you might not have any new young stem cells. That might not be so positive. I realized that sometimes getting two injections in a short period of time with, with autologous stem cells may be the second injection might just be a placebo. I mean, there's a lot of things that happen out there. Exosomes are, you know, extracellular vesicles that are nanoparticles and they penetrate the blood brain barrier and almost like uh, liposomal exosome proteins. I'm sorry, of liposomal stem cell proteins and growth factors, but there's still some things in stem cells and life cells that you need. Tell me a little bit about exosomes. A lot of people haven't heard of them. So exosomes are carriers, the messenger carriers from stem cells and every molecule in your body, basically. From stem cells, they would carry the proteins, the microRNA, the RNA, cytokines, and the concentrating healing factors. There's much evidence that if the word ignite is the correct word, but maybe ignite or jumpstart uh, resonant stem cells that you have in your body and almost particle by even the oldest person may have young stem cells hidden somewhere. And how do these exosomes do that? What do they do? They're direct carrier messengers to cells in your body, and they have the protein. The stem cells, you know, one of the biggest byproducts of stem cells are cytokines, proteins, and RNA and microRNA and other factors. And, and exosomes are kind of jump-starting that a little. I mean, you're going right to it. The problem with exosomes is that manufacturing is a little tricky because you need to get concentrated exosomes. You need a lot of stem cells. Right. So that's where it gets tricky. Sorry for the interruption again. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal health, or how to create a million-dollar business card and dominate your area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and any question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231 or go to our website at drrosscarter.com to learn more. Don't forget about our current $475 Warden's Jelly Special. On with the show. And the other evolution of stem cells that's being researched 
you know, to no end right now by hundreds of companies is, you know, can we dig down and greater targeted exosomes for different specific healing factors? And I think that's coming. And maybe years off, it may be months off. But it's just a, it's a cool evolution. Right now, we know they act very similar to stem cells. This is just the basic theory. And not even the basic theory. This is what's happening. You're, you're, you're taking all the healing properties right out of the stem cells. So you're taking a concentration of healing properties from an a expanded amount of stem cells. Correct. So is there a difference between using just a non-manipulated stem cell and using an exosome? Let's just talk about the, the cytokines and the healing properties, that, those type of messages, right? Yeah. The biggest difference is going to be that all the healing properties are concentrated. So if you took uh, one cc of each, the, the one cc of exosome is going to have a higher concentration, obviously, maybe 20 times of the healing properties. Of what? Of that would be included in the stem cells. Let me give you an example. So would that be a pure stem cells or just like a placental derived mixture of stem cells with other things? Problem is to produce, let's say one milliliter, one cc of exosomes, right? And they're measured in milligrams. And that's another confusing. The measuring of exosomes is kind of difficult too because they are nanoparticles. Very small. Right. They're like what? And it's also what makes them, I think, 30 to 100 nm. Compared to a cell, how big are they? I think 120th, yeah. One-tenth one, to 120th, one yeah. Well, yeah, yeah one-tenth, yeah, maybe a good answer. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. It's a lot smaller. Yeah, they're a lot smaller. So the typical cell counter that somebody uses for stem cells doesn't really work on an exosome. So you need a... Uh, right, you won't be able to see them. Right, you need more expensive equipment. So that's one. The biggest issue with creation of them is that cost. So let's just say we're delivering one milliliter of stem cells and one yep. milliliter of, uh, or CC, it's the same measurement of, uh, exosomes. Yeah. So you basically need 150 million count of stem cells to produce one milliliter of stem cells. I'm sorry, exosomes, depending on how you concentrate. So like, uh, there's companies that break them. There's really one company, but four or five distributors. Yeah. Uh, that break them down by one and five milliliter vials. They're just more concentrated, but you sure. need that many stem cells in order to harvest or get or extract. I don't know what the new, I don't know what the technically correct term is because I'm sure we're going to hear 50 different correct Wait, terms here shortly yeah, yeah. that are, you know, compliant with whoever's watching. So with that said, if you weren't expanding stem live cells to pull out certain properties, it would be cost prohibitive. Right. Because it would be outrageously expensive. So sure. that's the next evolution is how do you introduce this technology and maybe mix it with live cells as you go forward you know, and take the best of both worlds. And obviously you're going to hear a lot of talk about it that this show and new shows coming up and make this technology available to people that aren't, you know, billionaires. And that's, that's always a problem with this kind of medicine is only the top 2% of people typically are getting concierge care, integrative medicine, anti-aging medicine. So you're saying that right now the cost of exosome therapy is too high. I would say that it's reasonable right now. Okay. It's reasonable. It's reasonable. It's, it's similar stem cell therapy directly. I would say that uh, I would like to see all those costs drop. Yeah. But if you were to, uh, it, it, depending on how you harvest stem cells or exosomes, if you're not careful or, you know, if the way you're doing it has to be forced changed, it would, the cost would be uh, cost prohibitive. Right now, I think it's reasonable, but, you know, you're going to need medical professionals exercising, you know, judgment and distributors being fair. And, and it's yeah. the same as, and it's just with the same with stem cells. Yeah. They're eventually, we have to bring this technology to everybody, not just the top two to three percent. Why couldn't we allow the actual companies that produce these to sell direct to doctors' offices instead of having the? They are. They are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, because that makes a difference on pricing. Yeah, right. So labs, uh, direct distributors, which are the lab, and then they have uh, 
wholesale distributing relationships. In theory, the wholesale distributing relationships many times should have better pricing than the uh, the direct distributors. But in actuality, with stem cells, exosomes, and other products in the medical industry, many times the wholesale distributors have relationships because they sell multiple other products to the physician offices, so their prices for certain products tend to be more expensive. Yeah, and it happens a lot. It's not just you know we cover a lot of stuff, but that's a lot of a lot of products. I mean, just because you get the best price from McKesson, and McKesson's a fine company, right? Just because you get the best price from McKesson on this, you know, you're saving. And it's the same when you go to, you know, Walmart, yeah. you know, I bought a, uh, you know, a notebook at Walmart for 50 cents. It was a great deal. And the same shampoo I usually use, T-Gel, was nine ninety nine at Walmart. And at Target, it was seven ninety nine. But I'm, I don't want to drive across the street. I paid less for this, paid more. Right. And that's how a lot of the wholesale distributor relationships work. And what happens is, this is uh, a newer technology, so instead of getting it for 1cc or 1ml or 5mls for one price here, I'm comfortable, or with a direct distributor or with the company itself, or however you look at it, I'm so comfortable working with ABC Biologics. I don't know if there's a, there probably is an ABC Biologics, probably. but I'm using that as there's just probably a, an Acme too, right? Right, right. So Acme or ABC Biologics, because I get my needles from them for, you know, this great needle rate. Right. I now am buying my exosome product and my stem cell products for, yeah. you know, $1,900 and $2,000 because, you know, it, it's got some unique advantages and I have some customers that or patients that will pay for it. Yes. And that happens. What is it you specifically uh, do with the, the company that you're working with? So I run all the content. Your content management. Yeah, content management. I mean, basically, every, even the financial aspects of it. We're actually going to start allowing some advertising. We haven't for years. You know, we do have some sponsors. And then we have a lot of marketing features that we allow uh, members and, and everything's free technically. So we don't really, so we have like a, a really uh, innovative co-branded newsletter. So what this does is it takes, you know, a medical professional and all of a sudden they have their own newsletter. They can pick their own content. They can market their own list. It is completely in their name and they even have a landing page and they can upload their own articles. We provide that for free. We spend approximately, you know, between Spanish and English, anywhere from three to Five thousand dollars a week and content and programming. I mean, it costs us uh, right around twenty four, twenty five thousand dollars a month just to operate the website. But the marketing features are, are big benefits, particularly for doctors. And one of the neatest things about that, the open rates are insanely high. You know, we were originally anticipating open rates of twenty five to thirty percent, a lot higher than a regular newsletter open rate. But a lot of times they're approaching seventy percent. Most of the time they're over sixty because it's a lot of doctor patient and it's not done in an abusive way. They can do up to once a week. We can set it bi monthly. The weekly rates actually have a lot higher open rates because they're used to seeing it and there's the doctors can go on. It's it's like constant contact except ten times easier. Right. You just go and you push a picture and a button and all of a sudden there's your newsletter and it's a free marketing tool for doctors. And you can publish or you could send an article to potentially be published on the site. Is that correct? Always looking for a medical professional contribution. And then there's some rules, obviously. It can't be completely commercial. Yes. But they can put the name of their company in at the bottom, but we're interested in the science and interesting. Like We have some articles that don't even make sense to me why they do so well. Like, blueberries are good for you. I mean, it's a great, it's a neat article. There's a cardiologist that was here, came up to me yesterday. Oh, I love blueberries are good for you. I mean, he's a cardiac surgeon, I think. But, you know, we have 40,000 people read blueberries are good for you. I mean, they like blueberries. Yeah, right. But I mean, we have, you know, listen, they probably are good for you, right? They're high in vitamin K. Sure. Why not? Cool. 
So a doctor who is interested in learning more stuff can get access to just a, a ton of different information so they can get educated on, on these areas. And there's a marketing tool there and things that they can use to help promote themselves. Like, for instance, they do the medical reviews. Just remember, <laughs> whatever you put on there, people are reading. Right. That article also becomes a landing page for the doctor. So they, you know, contact the medical editor, Dr. Jefferson. Right. And they go right to his little page and that's it. It's really easy, by the way. I do them and I show doctors how to do them from their cell phone. Because usually, you know, you're reading it and it's two or three clicks and all of a sudden you're the expert. You know, a lot of times uh, our articles, sometimes, you know, we write an article and they come up with a subject right after us now. Over the last several years, you know, our traffic has been jumping. We don't have the millions a day that WebMD does, but we, we, we're averaging, you know, 30,000 plus unique visitors and our visitors tend to stay on for 45 seconds to two, three minutes sometimes. And you have that many visitors how often? Every day. All daily. That's amazing. We also have discounts, travel benefits and discounts and lots of things to... Well, we understand this. Listen, here's the biggest problem with the medical associations and soccer associations and golf, whatever. It used to be at one time a doctor belonged to five or six associations. But you have to look at it from the standpoint, people are always thinking, what am I getting out of it, you know? I'm paying them 300 a year or 40 a year or 800 a year, whatever it is. So we want to get back. We want to keep them. We want the money coming in because we can't afford to do this stuff without that money. And, you know, we have limited advertising. We actually haven't had advertising for two years. We do every once in a while. We're just trying to break even and move, move along right. and change the world. And we want to help the doctors help us. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to be notified of all new episodes and also like and share this to help us grow. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, to have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal help, or how to create a million-dollar business card to dominate your local area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and your question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or you can go to our website at drrosscarter.com. That's D-R-R-O-S-S-C-A-R-T-E-R.com to learn more. Until next time, this is Dr. Ross Carter signing off. Signing off.